It's Angie and Friends in the Morning. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's Angie and Friends in a Podcast. Oh, Angie and Friends in a Bubble. That's what I feel like a podcast is. It's this little bubble... Kind of. It's a visual. Okay. A visual. Can we can we explain this to people? Okay, wait. <clears throat> it's Angie and Friends in the Morning on a podcast. Is that what you want? <laughs> Is that what we're doing? It's Angie and Friends on a podcast. In the morning. But we're not necessarily in the morning. It's if- morning for me. This is afternoon the, for you. Uh, that is so true. I know, right? Okay. So Angie and Friends in the Morning is the morning show that I do. Okay. Okay. So the people listening know. So this is Angie and Friends on a podcast because why in, not? <laughs> in the morning. And we are actually recording in the morning. So I guess good morning. Good morning. And, good afternoon and good night. There, I covered it all. The Truman Show. Check it out. So this is Nicole over there. Over there is Nicole. Hello. Affectionately known as Heather in my book because I could just, I don't understand how that happened. You're just a Heather to me. Yeah, right. I just, yeah. I don't understand why, but it happens all the time. It happened several years ago and you were communicating with somebody and was referring to me as a Heather and didn't understand why I wasn't getting back to you or responding to you. Because you were a Nicole. Right. Yeah. And I'm Angie, just in case. But your last name is not in the morning like my kids think. (laughs) Right. It's not. And I don't even use it professionally because it's just too darn complicated. Okay. I don't know how people like Francesca Battistelli. Oh, I cannot say that. Or spell it. Right. Or how do they... I don't understand why they keep their last name because I don't keep mine. I just, I mean, I've lived with this name for many years and I'm not going to say how many. And I just, I know what the problems are with this last name. So one of the things that I always ask people when I meet them, often I ask them, not always. What does your name mean and where did it come from? I'm Italian. I know that much. Northern Italian. Northern Italian. So I'm in a Northern Italian and I know that much. But is it Angela? Yes. Okay, so what does Angela mean? Do you know? Messenger. Ooh, interesting. Look at your profession. (laughs) Right? Well, God told me a couple of years ago, he reminded me of my actual name, Angela, and that I am a messenger. But he also went on to say I'm a mouthpiece and a herald. And all three of those things have different qualities of speaking. And so I have turned that back over to God and asked him to continue to show me how to be a messenger, a herald, and what was the third one? <laughs> Messenger, Herald. Herald. Oh, mouthpiece. Mouthpiece. Oh mouthpiece. See, I can't even remember the three things. Do you wear do you do you wear a mouthpiece when you sleep at night? No, no, I don't. Because you know, gritting teeth or yeah. um No, I don't. Oh my gosh, total squirrel. But <laughs> <laughs> no, but okay, anyway. No, mouthpiece, messenger. I think words are powerful. And so when yes. I meet someone, actually I have my degree in education taught for a short little season and I always did a segment on names because I want yes. I wanted my students to know what their name was, what it meant and find out why their parents named them that. Looking at identity. Oh, and, I know why I'm named what I am. Okay, go. I was born 2 days after Christmas. So how much more of a Christmas name can you come up with than Angela Joy? Yes. And my cousin who is born exactly a year ahead of me it was Mary Christine. Come on now. Those are good, strong Catholic, Christian, and Christmas names. Noel. Well, I mean, <laughs> a 
Okay. If we're going to name Christmas names, but anyway, we're not talking about that. We're talking about you being a messenger and a mouthpiece yes, and, and a I, herald. I do believe identity has a lot to do with it. And I think God names people. I do. My husband and I were very intentional when we named our five children and we looked up the meanings of yes. what they were. And we talk about that often. Wouldn't you like to be in the days of Hosea when he started naming his children? Not a good thing because God was trying to show Hosea that Israel was was walking away from him constantly and he named all of these horrible so, names. I'm I'm a I'm a visual person because I'd be like, um, no, I'd go with thing one, thing two, thing three, thing four. You know, Dr. Seuss. I, again, I got young kids. That's where I go. Yeah, you have Dr. Seuss brain. Yes. As a matter of fact, I just went to Costco the other day, surprise, and I bought Dr. Seuss sneeches. A what? A sneech. What is are a you? Sneech? Have you never heard of the sneeches? Mm, apparently the not. The star belly sneeches. And everybody wants a star. So they go through this machine to get a star. And then all of a sudden, this guy's like, no, you don't want a star. So then they go through a machine to take the star away. Really? It's, it's very... Is this a, a, a thing about identity and, um, and being happy with who you are? Probably. Don't well, you I, think? I would think that, yeah. So I, I bought it to kind of analyze it a little bit more. Mm. It's the Star Belly Sneetches. You need to look it up. That's a book? Yes. Okay. I thought maybe it was a snack. <laughs> Star Belly <laughs> Sneetches snack? No. No, that's funny. Are you hungry? <laughs> I just, I haven't. You never know with Dr. Seuss what the word might mean. I you know. Can't even, you can't even sort of guess it. Do you know how hard it is to read those books to your kids to teach them how to read? Like, oh, like yeah. I can't even pronounce the words. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it, but he was a genius yeah. when it came to renaming things. Yeah. Yeah. Sam, I am. Green that eggs was and the, ham. Yeah. Right. So we know a few, but I, my children are all adults now. And so now I have to do Dr. Seuss with grandchildren. Yay. But here's the thing. I'm not buying Dr. Seuss for my grandchildren. Here's why. I buy my grandsons, both boys. I buy them things that have to do with cows. Yes, that I know. <laughs> that I know. And why do I do things with just cows? Because I am totally into cows and I want my grandchildren to know where their gifts come from. Do you, do you know why else? Because they're moving. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> That's a dad joke. But... There's, there's no dads in the room. We really shouldn't go no, there. No, <laughs> but it makes me think of my dad. Anyway. All right, everybody take a sip of coffee. Oh my gosh. Because we're doing coffee with the girlfriends right now, right? No, but but listen. No, don't do that. Oh, no slurping. My mother said slurping was rude. Now in Japan, it's actually, it's actually good. Slurping in Japan's good. It means that you are enjoying the food. Oh, cultural things. You should know about cultures. You've been everywhere. Oh, so that was. I've been to Japan, so that's what I know about. No, Japanese. no, 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 no. I haven't been everywhere. So my husband was in the military, and so we lived in several different places, but I've never lived in another country. That's not oh. culture. We've just been exposed to American culture. So two of my daughters were born in Florida, and they desperately want to go back to Florida so they can be with their people. <laughs> That's what they say. Can we please go to Florida? Because I miss my people. <laughs> and then when they were really, I know, right? When they were younger, they'd go... Do they speak my language back in Florida? <laughs> <laughs> I know. 
they're hilarious. And then one of my sons, one of our sons was born in Hawaii. So that's, you know, the, the Hawaiian culture is so dear to my heart. Okay. That's your people. That's culture. That's my heart people. Yeah. And, and the reason that they're my heart people is because they embrace community. Mm. They embrace themselves. They embrace family. And, and we call ourselves, um, Schmidt Ohana. <laughs> and Ohana, no, that's not funny. No, I know you do. Because it's our last name. And then Ohana means family. And and everybody goes back to the Disney, Lilo and Stitch. Ohana means family. Not no, I was like, thinking Mulan. But oh, that's a different one. Never mind. I'm yeah, not, that's not a different culture. Disney and, and what's his name? What is that guy's name we were just talking about? I don't know. Dr. Seuss. Oh, yeah. Dr. Seuss, Disney. I, I'm just... I'm well, out of it. I'm so That's out why of it. we're friends, so I can bring you back in. Okay, but reel me back in. Yes. yes. Get so, back to Disney. Anyway, Hawaii culture, family, Ohana. And it really is about community. I I everybody's auntie, everybody's uncle. You just meet people where they are and you love them where they are. You know how I know the Ohana thing? Because mm-hmm. I, I remember you giving me a business card for your children who were selling Ohana eggs. Yes. Because you had chickens fresh from the nest I'm not I'm not a fan of your uh, okay I wasn't a fan of being at your house for a while because I've got rudely attacked by a rooster yes rude so rude the dogs were messing with something I went over to pick it up the rooster followed me he hunted me down I know roosters aren't nice this rooster this rooster was Possessed. Mean. He was possessed. He His was. name was Freckles. Freckles. Where is Freckles now? <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, Freckles is in the deep freeze. <laughs> <laughs> With the rest of the chickens? Which, no, the rest of the chickens, some of them are in our belly. We don't have mm. chickens anymore. But oh. I wanted to surprise my husband and taxidermy Freckles. Oh, please don't taxidermy Freckles. Well, that's you mean he's in their feathers and all? Yeah. <gasps> are you kidding me? I don't know what to do with him now because... <laughs> That's that's what I mean. He's in the freezer. Did you talk to a taxidermist first to say, they what said, do I do with this? Yes, you're supposed to freeze it. And then when you're ready to get it, you know, fluffy again. You and find stuff. a taxidermist. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And really? I called one and they're like, oh, we don't specialize in birds. And I'm like, I didn't even know there was a, you know. <laughs> a specialty. <laughs> <laughs> no. See, the things I learn in Logan County. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I know. It's hilarious. So every time I go to get food out of the freezer, I have to move freckles to go get whatever I need. Be careful when you move him. No, he's like in a a sealed bag. Oh my gosh. I hated freckles, but I don't know if I like the idea of feathers at all. I don't know. You just talked about your birthday being in December. Guess what you might get for Christmas? (laughs) No, or birthday. Listen, when my, I used to joke about my horse and I kept saying I was going to taxidermy my horse. But I really wouldn't have room for him in my house. But no kidding. My my kids were like, "You are not doing that." And then I joked about our cat Misty. I was like, <gasps> "Misty's going to be permanently sleeping on the couch." They weren't real crazy about that either. So neither one of them have been texted or made. This is a sensitive subject for some because so. I do know that yes, people do that, and I'm not saying it's bad for for us. Well, we have a buck and some dogs. <laughs> right? I mean, right. like we don't have a what? Yeah, you have a pheasant. We we have some things on the wall yeah yes okay if somebody does a pheasant they ought to be able to do a chicken find yourself a good taxidermist yeah okay so freckles is is he, he no longer me with us but i i can't believe how many times i i house that for you that i didn't look at a video on how to s- establish some dominance over a 
a rooster. When I finally did, I had a, an enjoyable time at your house, but it wasn't until the very end. Like, why did I spend all those days trying to hang out in the backyard with the dogs and having this rooster cha- like hunt me down? Well, I had a talk with Freckles before you came over and said, look, I don't know about this girl. Keep an eye on her. <laughs> he, he would look through the fence at me with the one eye. You know, he would had his head that mm-hmm. way. And he would look at me like, I'm watching you. And I'm like, Freckles, you better go back to your little place. But anyway, I finally watched this video. This woman is like the chicken mama. Like she knows the, everything the about rooster chickens. rooster whisperer. Yeah, something like that. And she's like, oh, roosters are easy. You just have to establish your your space your boundaries she's like yeah and you she says and you don't hurt him and so yeah i didn't want to hurt him but all i had to do was take a broom and sweep in front of him and then that established my space all right all right so where did you find said broom um they're everywhere around your house because (laughs) freckles is mean (laughs) it's because my son every time we would go to school or church or grocery all the places we're not going now but anyway we would have to get the broom just to, to get out the door. Yeah, or a shovel or anything. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a owning mad chickens, dash. Owning to the chickens car. is fun, though. I mean, f- chickens are Sex. really fun if you don't have the rooster. They're a lot of fun. We enjoyed them for a season, and I think there's a season for everything, and our season is done. It's done. Brian Pryor Military, I've been exposed to conversations about landmines, et cetera, et cetera. These chickens literally brought land mines to the front of our property so we no longer have said chickens they're not as fun as what you say they <laughs> oh, are the chickens eggs. were the, what they produced was amazing i love fresh eggs yes I so that was eggs. where we started this whole conversation yeah. was your boys used to sell the eggs which yes. was really good yeah teaching them a, a business skill so when i think of okay i'm sorry i'm switching gears here again girls squirrel eggs that makes me think of breakfast and you you know angie morning you get up early to do your thing. Yes. That's your, you know, thing. Yes. What do your mornings look like? Well, I mean, I get up kind of early. Have you ever seen what 345 looks like, Nicole? <laughs> um, yes, but it was when I was, you know, home with infants. Well, <laughs> yeah. I'm still home, but they're not babies. But I would yeah. get up in the middle of the night with them. Yeah. So you. But that was all a blur, that- I'm sure, because they were infants. Yes. So, yeah, I get up at 345. Sometimes I hit the snooze, I admit. <laughs> I, my for fav- hours? You hit this news for no, hours? No, just for nine minutes. It only does nine, nine minutes at a time. Nine minutes. But, you know, my favorite thing to do is to get up before my alarm goes off. I just What? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> your alarm goes off at 345 and your favorite thing to do is get up earlier than that? Yes. On is my own. A, is this a game? No, it just, I, I love to wake up refreshed in the Lord. I actually pray it before I go to sleep. Lord, would you wake me up before my alarm? Because I can wake up on the right sleep schedule and I just feel so refreshed. You wake up before you go go. Don't <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not bringing okay. in a wham song. Just dad's really throwing us back. Okay. So, I wake up at 3:45. I my lights all come on at 4 o'clock. So that really encourages me to get out of bed. And then I get a cup of coffee and I do my Bible study. And I I have to do that because ministry is what I do. It is who I am and I have to start you know, the Bible says in a lot of places that David or Jesus even get up early in the morning and spend time with God. Yeah, I think that yes. early in the morning is is relevant. Really early. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, honestly, you're right. It's it's whenever we are fresh. Yes. So we should always do our Bible study and stuff when we are fresh and we can give our absolute best to God. So that might be three o'clock in the afternoon 
if that's when you finally are fully awake. <laughs> and right? for some, it's true. And with all of my children home now, their sleeping schedule is off. And so we're having lunch when my daughter's getting up from breakfast. So being fresh is different. So, okay, you get up super early. You try to get up earlier than early. I like to. And then your Bible study and coffee. So what Bible study you're doing right now? What devotion? I, what? I um, Well, for, for work purposes, I'm, I'm going through Psalms and Proverbs each day. But I'm actually reading in four different sections at a time because I don't know if you know this about me, but I can't really keep my attention in one space for very long. <laughs> and I like to be, uh, I like a party. I can't just sit and, you know, take time in one book because I get bored really easily. So I've broken it up into four pieces. I have the Old Testament. I have Psalms and Proverbs. I have the prophets and I have the New Testament. And I'm reading all of those at the same time. On I the do, same day, you don't rotate each one? You well, get I, snippets from all of them? The goal is to read at least a chapter out of each, but I don't always because sometimes I find a word, like this morning I found the word power. Did you know that there's four Greek words for the word power? No. Yeah, well, I found that, so I couldn't finish that chapter. I had you to really, dig in. Do you realize how powerful that is? Oh, four words, I, one word? I'm telling you, your okay. dad jokes have got to stop. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> So anyway, sometimes I don't get through a full chapter, but I, that's my goal. And so I don't worry. I think we worry too much about whether we're sticking to the program. I would rather read one, one verse that's going to change my day, write it down and, and write about it and, and that be enough. So not worrying about getting a check in the box and saying, I did it, trying to get value out of what you're doing. God wants a relationship with us. He doesn't want us to check boxes. And if I I feel like I have to get a a chapter a day done, then I'm checking boxes. And I can... That's, that's, to me, when you say that, that's the religious aspect of... Yes. And that that is something I have to watch out for because I could get into that because I... I have, I'm a list kind of person. Well, I think so. that's human nature. I think we all can mm-hmm. be, can be that maybe not a list thing, but it's like doing the right things. The, when I think of that, it's like the law. This is what the law right. says. I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to do this to where freedom comes in. And it's, I want to do this. Yes. I want to do this. There's a fine line. So I teach some ladies on Wednesday night. I have a ladies group. And is it via Zoom right now? It is via Zoom right now, which is actually really cool because I've gotten a lot more people from all over. And you get to see everybody's jammies. <laughs> <laughs> We're not in our jammies. Oh, okay. But I can't see people's houses. Okay. <gasps> Just side note. Have you noticed how many celebrities are doing things from their houses and you get to see what their houses look yes, like? Yes, <laughs> I know. I got suckered into that Disney sing-along the other night oh, and no. I'm the only reason I watched it was to see their house. I'm, I'm telling you, now you can like even... I mean, there's all of them. They're they're broadcasting from their house, and you're like, wow, they have a really beautiful house. How many of them have white couches is kind of blowing my mind. It's because, yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why, <laughs> but I know that would not work in my house. Not working in my house either. It would have to be white and then covered in plastic. Right. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Uh, yeah, I don't. I never was really big on good furniture because I want my house to be lived in. Okay, so that's the thing. Okay, back to the Zoom thing. Going back to the Zoom thing. Yes. So I'm having this these ladies on on Wednesday nights. We all get together. And like I said, people from all over are now joining, which is fantastic. And we're reading a book called The Secret of the Secret Place. Shh, am I supposed to tell anybody? 
Yeah, <laughs> you're fine. Okay. The secrets of the secret place. And it's so good. It's such great discussion. And wouldn't you know, everything is about like the last ones we did were um, the the secret of confinement. I mean, no way. I'm telling you, it was perfect for so quarantine life. So you were doing life. this before quarantine. Yes. And it just so happened that that's yes. the topic. Isn't that crazy? Da, da, and the beauty da. of God pulling us out of something in order to draw us closer to him. Wait, wait, wait. I have to process that. Repeat that. The beauty of God pulling us out of something so that we can be drawn closer to him. Oh my gosh. Right? So no, okay. we're going through a quarantine season and we think we're losing all these things, but God's saying, come closer to me. I, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that in our household, we are gaining more than losing. And yeah. I think it's beautiful. And I think everybody needs to look at what they're gaining more of than losing. That's being thankful. And I think that helps. But the other thing about this ladies group is that oh, I've challenged them all the time on what they say and do. I'm like, why are you saying that? And why are you doing that? All right, ready? Do you challenge yourself? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But my question is, so, so they think, you know, what I hear from these ladies is, well, I didn't do the reading this week and I felt bad and I didn't get a chance to do this and that and the other thing as far as Bible study. And I go, that's okay. Because you did it a couple of mornings and so you're actually making strides forward. Let's focus on the good stuff. Let's, let's talk about, uh, for instance, church services. Why do we do church services the way that we do? Worship, message, or maybe offering and announcements and message. Why do we do church the way we do? Because we've always done it okay, that I, way. Can I tell you a story? Yes. Okay. So I remember a story. My dad was a pastor. I remember a story he always shared or some, whatever. Anyway, in a nutshell, here's this pan that somebody has, um, a roasting pot. And the, the mother had to cut off the end of the roast, the end of the ham or the turkey on each end to, to, to put it in there. Yes, to make it fit. You just ruined the whole thing. Well. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Sorry. <laughs> How <laughs> okay. did I ruin it? I don't even know what you're talking about. So anyway, so the, the somebody said, why do you do that? Okay. Yes. To make it fit. I'm not a good storyteller, but bottom line. So then it kind of goes from there. So why do you do that? Oh, I don't know. My mom always did that. So go back to my, I don't right. know. My grandma always did that. And then going all the way back, it goes back to that they were trying to make it fit. So they didn't know why they were always cutting off the end. They did it because that's what the person before them did. But to get to the root of why somebody does yes. something and it was, there was no rhyme or reason other than the pan wasn't big enough. So you go yes. back to why do we in church do this and do this and do this? Cause we've always done it's it. It's always way. done it, but that's what we need to break it. Yes. And that's what I think <gasps> quarantine is helping us to do. We're breaking things. I have the goosebumps. So thinking about the beauty, the secret of confinement, when God pulls you out of something that might be considered a rut, and you know, a rut is just a grave with the ends knocked out. Hence the roast in the pot. Yes. So, okay. B speaking of your roast in a pot thing and going back, I spent some time in the synagogue in when I when I lived in Cheyenne and I did that because I wanted to understand the Jewish culture better they knew I was a Christian and that was fine we had a good relationship but what they would they would have all these different traditions that they would do the problem was they didn't know why they were doing the traditions mm. there are two books out right now they're called the Jewish book of why 
and there's Ooh. two books and in there is every every topic why do we do this and they go all the way back sometimes you know centuries and find out why they started doing this some of them are biblical based some of them are just tradition some of them are just because of whatever culture infused into the jewish religion it's very interesting so i'm always challenging the ladies in my group to understand why they do what they do because god's not looking for boxes to be checked he's looking for us to have a relationship with him so send me um text me email me the those books or better yet don't you have an email i do have an email but so, that doesn't mean that i you send me i send you <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. I know what you're trying to get at. I have an email in case anybody else would like to contact me to get the names of those books. Angie in the morning at gmail.com. Angie dot. Oh, don't forget the dot. No, this is very important. Don't forget. There's a dot. Angie dot in the morning at gmail. All right. So I dot com. I need that. I need that book. You need, I need that to book. know that I need to yes. understand because when you, it resonated with me when you said we need to know why we, we do things cause we've always done them and we yes. don't think about it. We're not yes. being conscious uh, and conscientious of why we're doing things. And you know why I love this book? It's a bathroom book. Oh, do you know what a bathroom gosh. book is? That you means you can read there. a chapter while you're in the bathroom. In a bubble bath. No, in the bathroom doing, you know what we do in the bathroom. All right. Ready? It's really short chapters. That's my point. Yeah. I can't go there. I'm not, I've, I, I'm not that person. <laughs> you have younger children and you don't get that time to yourself. No, I've never used, I never use a book in the bathroom. I have never done okay, that. You don't, it, I'm not saying you have to read the book in the bathroom. Oh, for those I'm just do. saying these are short chapters. It's a type of a chapter that you could read by itself while you're in the bathroom. <laughs> I, I am finding myself these days hiding in the bathroom a little more than I normally would. Really? Do tell why do you do that? Cause I'm tired. Why does the bathroom your refuge? Why can't you close your bedroom door? Why can't I close my bedroom door? Mm. I could. You it's have a just... really nice bedroom. I've seen it. Thank you. You could sit on the couch and totally have time by yourself. You could sit on the balcony and have a really nice time to yourself. Thank you. I could, but there's kids everywhere. I think in the bathroom, it's just small and... How, like... do, we, how do we teach our children that quiet time is good for mom and dad and for children? How do we instill in our children that quiet time is a necessity for helping us to be able to kind of refresh because you need it. I'm sure your kids need it. So we just last night at dinner talked about that we're going to start, um, I don't want to call it a power hour. That sounds so whatever, but we'll call it something, but we're going to start. Call it time out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and we're all going to take our own book that we're reading and just for take an, an hour. hour. Yeah. And just read. That's brilliant. So, so you could actually go in your room and sit on your beautiful couch or balcony and read your book. Yes. The Secrets of the Secret Place. Yes. So send, that. I want that information too. Yes. I will get that for you. So what else? I want to I wanna ask you, go Nicole, before we leave. I'm an open book. Well, speaking of books, I, I want to know, you're a mom of five and True. you do a lot of cool things. So is there one thing... That you have used or or maybe having just a, like an aha. It could either be a product or it could be just some wisdom that you gained or something that you just want to share to make the world a better place right now. Oh, my stars. Wow. Okay. I think about you getting a new Instapot 
and I haven't got one, but I hear that they're really fantastic. But then you said you've never used it because your husband cooks. <laughs> so we have an Instapot, yes. And Brian knows how to use it very well and has taught the children how to use it. But he has to hold my hand every time I do it. <laughs> All right. So what have you got that's an aha and you're going to make the world a better place? Okay. I don't know about this making the world a better place, but it's making my world okay. a better place. Okay. So right now... I feel like this is summer for me with the kids, but they're doing schoolwork. Yes. I mean, I'm used to them being home. So it's like really that hasn't changed. Yes. It's just a cold summer. One day it's warm. One day it's cold. One day yes. it's snowing. You Welcome know, whatever. Ohio. Ohio. Yes. yes. So what I have found is I tell the kids they can eat all the fruit and vegetables they want all day long. I don't care. Eat, eat fruit and vegetables. Mm -hmm. If you're hungry, I don't care. But we have a pantry and they're limited to one granola bar a day. One pack of little snack things that I have, one, and I measured out trail mix. And so instead of having my five children come to me, I'm hungry, I wanna eat, I wanna snack, I just give them freedom to eat when they want, but they know the boundaries, they know what they're allowed to have. And I don't care if they're eating at eight at night, I don't care if they're eating at seven in the morning, they know what the limit is. Yeah. And so they have learned to, for lack of better words, self regulate or self, um, determine what they're hungry for and when we still have, you know, three meals a day, but it's that they have an opportunity to eat when they want. I think I should have that so that when I'm just want a snacky, I can go for something. Well, again, it's, the, it's the boundaries. I don't like boundaries. Have we not learned this about me? I well, just let's like talk to break about, let's rules. talk about boundaries. <laughs> Maybe another time. Yeah, we should definitely talk about boundaries because I, 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 I'm not so good. At discipline. Yes, we should talk about that sometime. <laughs> Lack of discipline and boundaries. I think that's true. I think that's true for all of us. But I mean, right now off the top of my head, just gleaning that for this time that we're in, yeah. like with my kids being home, because at first it was, no, we just ate, you can't. No, we just ate, you can't. You know, yeah. it's that yeah, constant, yeah. you know, I don't want to put a pick lock. Pick your battles. Yes. Mm. Laundry is another pick your battle type thing. So, oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah, well. Okay. Okay, I have solutions for that one. My takeaway for today is that there are four different words in the Greek for the one word we have is power. And so y'all need to go and do a, a word search on that. I was just going to ask you to amazing. tell me. You're not even going to tell me? You're going to make different me do ones? homework? Uh, well, yeah, because I don't have it memorized. Distance learning with <laughs> Angie. Four yeah. words for power. Okay. And that's basically it. So, all right, this is it for this week. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, and I'm going to miss you this week until we do this again. Okay, well, then it'll make you want me to be around more, right? <laughs> and there are going to be times when we do this, not necessarily together in a studio, but maybe over Zoom, which Ooh, is that fine. That would be fun. From our homes. And then we might have the craziness of having people interrupt us, which, oh. wow, that would be fun. Yeah, but it won't be freckles, so. No, well, thank you, Lord. It's it'll not going to be, be freckles. <laughs> Angie, my friend, thank you. Um, Thank you for pulling me into your world and having coffee with me. Yeah. And I will not be taking your morning regimen of waking up earlier than early. <laughs> That's what we call but early. Yeah. <laughs> but I love what you said about going to different places in God's word. Um, yeah. For, for inspiration and, and, you know, God meets I us where we are. Yeah. So. It really has helped to keep me engaged. It really has. So. All right. Love you, friend. You too. Bye. Bye. So Angie, here's the thing. Do you ever have a conversation with someone and you forgot to tell them something else? 
And so you send them a text, kind of that PS. So my PS would be to any of Angie's other friends, because this is Angie and friends, please interact with us at angie.inthemorning at gmail.com. Thanks. The Shine FM Podcast Network.